0: Uh, we have joining us, we were hoping to have a couple of people here, and we might still have more to come, but we do have at least one person uh, here. His name is uh, uh, Bill, is it Kelty? Kelty. Kelty, okay. Bill Kelty with us to talk about uh, uh, an interesting, I don't know if you call it a movement or a motion or s- uh, uh, a project that you have been working on, and this is uh, about uh, helping uh, the edu- education of uh, some gifted students. Uh, Bill, thank you so much for for making the trip down here. Uh, We appreciate it. Give us a little bit of what your background is.
1: Well, I'm a teacher. I've been a teacher, and I just retired after 50 years of being a teacher Mm -hmm. at all different levels. And I finished up at Hamlin University.
0: All right. And now you are looking you're still very interested, obviously, in education. Yes. Tell us about what what you're doing right now with this and what brings you to Northfield today.
1: Well, uh, this legislation... Uh, we've. This is our third session, and we have a House Bill one nine nine four, and the Senate Senate Bill is uh, uh, Senate File seventeen hundred, and we're building more support. But this is our third round, and uh, we have uh, last round before the pandemic we had forty six people signed on, <clears throat> so we're in a better we're we're in a better place right now, <clears throat> doing all of our meetings online.
0: All right. Uh, And we have, uh, joining us right now as well, uh, getting caught in traffic a little bit, and we want to thank you for going through all the uh, trouble of of getting here, but uh, joining you is uh, uh, Terry Frederick. Is it Friedrichs? Did I get that name right? It's Friedrichs. Denam deutsch. Oh, All right. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you, we got a call from uh, from uh, Terry a little while ago that he is caught in traffic and, and Bill confirmed the, the traffic indeed is, is rather uh, rough out there today. So uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, Terry?
2: Well, I've taught in schools for 20 years as a gifted ed teacher and um, 20 years as a special ed teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been about uh, half and half in schools, about 10 years as a special ed teacher, 10 years as gifted ed teacher. The last 20 years, I've been in private practice. I test and tutor and find schools kid, for kids, but I also advocate for kids as Bill can attest.
0: Mm-hmm. And l- let's talk about that. Uh, you both worked with uh, gifted gifted students. Uh, I guess we can start off by kind of defining what is a gifted student. Is there like a legal definition or is there some type of parameters that you look for when, when uh, calling someone gifted?
1: Well, uh, there is a, a, a national definition and there's a state definition, which is similar to it. It's uh, difficult to define one gifted kid because they're all different, and that's what makes them unique.
0: And so how do you, you know, I, I guess, identify that, uh, that gifted child?
2: Well, a good identification should look at all the possible gifts that they are, and they should be identified early. As the legislation we're advocating for tries to do, the the kinds of gifts kids may have, parents see very early in life, and that is either intelligence or achievement, but also creativity and leadership. And those are some things that come up very early in children's lives uh, that that we would like to identify and serve. In uh, in school, as well as the usual achievement and intelligence. All right, Uh,
0: what uh, you know you've mentioned here. We've talked a little bit before, and we've gone through some uh, emails and such. So you've given me a little bit of background and some of the questions to ask. Uh, Those three main aspects currently proposed uh, can you that uh, to teach advanced uh, thinking skills to the uh, children? Can you can you mention those again, please? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, there are three aspects to the legislation we're advocating for. And it is uh, Senate File 1700, House File 1994, and that is number one. We want to uh, really teach kids at their level. So if kids have, all kids have outstanding strengths in any of those areas I mentioned, that those kids are served in the classroom. Teachers teach uh, with uh, to get more creativity and critical thinking out of children, no matter who they are. But they also, kids who are gifted and talented, will you know, have instruction at their level. Right now they know much of what's taught before it's taught. And so creativity, critical thinking, inquiry skills, these are the things that that kids can make a living out of rather than just memorizing information. Not many Mm -hmm. jobs left in that anymore.
0: All right, and the legislation, do, do we? You know, some of the things that you, you, you mentioned seem to make common sense. <laughs> it's like, why aren't we doing some of these things? Are we doing stuff like that now? And what's what is? Uh, I guess as far as its effectiveness and
1: quality, uh, could you kind of go into that a little bit? Well, this this bill really is a call for a systemic change in education, and uh, one of the issues. We address is equity, mm-hmm. and uh, when we define equity, we say that uh, we're opening up the door. Gifted education has been a solution early on. With John, when John Kennedy said, "Let's go to the moon," they created gifted education in the country and in this state. And now we're coming to uh, we're confronting another challenge, which is the changing population in our state, as well as the changing workplace, which needs a different preparation for success. Plus, it impacts. The, the economy as well. But this uh, these particular skills that we're addressing, these advanced skills mm-hmm. of critical thinking, creative thinking, problem solving, inquiry, and how to work collaboratively, all kids can do this if the teachers are well-prepared and teach these skills with fidelity. We know that will narrow the achievement gap and that's one of the most critical uh, things that uh, the schools have to address.
2: Well, mm-hmm. the, the average child goes up one year for every year of instruction, but kids taught in this way with creative and critical thinking instruction go up a uh, one year plus um, anywhere between two months and another year uh, because they're jumping from concept to concept to concept instead of little fact to little fact to little fact. Uh, I should add that our bill also has school districts write a report that they're in fact spending all the money that they're getting for creative and critical thinking. Right now they get money from the state, but it's not always spent on those purposes. It goes into the general fund. We're going to assure that school districts actually use the money for that purpose and that all children of any kind of underrepresented group are involved in gifted education, which doesn't always happen now.
0: Now, you've both been involved in education for many years. Uh, Have you seen... Uh, you're drawing from that experience have we been doing any of this stuff along the way is there just a little bit here and a little bit there is there not a systematic way of, 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 of uh, teaching uh, I guess in a fundamentally different way
1: well the uh, part of my work was to sit into classrooms as a supervisor of student teachers and this is where I saw really began my effort because I saw one many kids disengaged Bored, because there's so much repetition in the learning. Secondly, the teachers couldn't do it; they weren't—they re- couldn't address the wide. Uh, span of ability and readiness for learning in the general classroom.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
1: our bill would address professional development for all of these teachers to better prepare them to go into that classroom.
2: Mm-hmm. The I think the answer, Jeff, uh, another answer is, is that across the world we've had gifted and talented education for kids that were many grades advanced, and they go up tremendously, uh, even more than what I spoke about in many cases uh, before. But, what has been done in Western Europe, not always done here, is to work with creative and critical thinking and kids' strengths in the regular classroom, mm-hmm. so that all children get creative and critical thinking, make things, make theories, learn how to be flexible thinkers for the modern workplace. That has been highly successful in Finland and Western Europe, but not always here
0: mm-hmm. you know uh, to to do that to teach the uh, the kids how to do this, of course, you have to teach teachers how to how to do this right is that uh, is that a pretty monumental challenge uh, uh, that we're looking at right now, or can well, that be I, done? Well, in my work at uh-huh. Hamlin University, mm-hmm. uh,
1: I I taught probably about there's probably about 400 teachers in the state right now, armed with the skills to teach everybody in the state, and these are the gifted advocates. I taught in the gifted certificate program at Hamlin University, mm-hmm. and all of these skills. that that are in our legislation are going to be addressed. And we have this cohort of people across the state who can help the districts move forward. And one of the critical elements of our legislation is we're saying that in the first year of funding, only give them a portion of it. Mm -hmm. And that's in that first year, no accountability yet, but allow the districts to up the game in the, in the so their teachers are ready, and in the second year of funding, then they get the $39 per pupil unit, mm-hmm. and as a result, they can start teaching those kids those skills. And this is the life skills that kids need to be successful in our collective future. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: research at the University uh, of Iowa and other places have shown that teachers can be taught these skills and that they can implement them uh, if in fact they're taught well in the first place, and in fact that they're evaluated, that you need to show these skills. So in fact, teachers can learn them. But right now, when they're when they're learning to be teachers, they don't learn them. And in fact, in schools with their in-services, they learn how to teach. You know, to may have kids have better test scores in some cases, and to learn the basics, but not necessarily how to be excellent at things. They encourage excellence, but there's, they don't. They aren't necessarily taught a way to do that. Our legislation would try to do that.
0: All right, once again, we're talking with uh, Bill Kelty and also uh, Terry Fre- uh, Friedrich uh, about a uh, proposal that they're going to be pushing I- I within the legislature, and I should say not just you. How many people are involved with this uh, this project?
1: Well, we have a board of, of uh, 12 people that, mm-hmm. are, that represent uh, their, their uh, business owners, students, teachers, coordinators, school board members uh, mm-hmm. we bring them on board to be advocates f- f- for this bill mm-hmm. and the
2: the name of the nonprofit that is our organizing hub is innovate instruction ignite learning last year about f- one fourth of the legislature were co-sponsors of the legislation that's a high level of support so very unusual for a piece of advanced thinking legislation to get that much support in the united states so there's and it's bipartisan highly supported on both sides of the aisle
0: mm-hmm. uh y- looking at just the uh, political climate i guess here in minnesota uh we have uh you uh, as far as you know the education aspect of it goes you have uh a a project that you're trying to push through there's other things going on right now at the legislature as well uh the page amendment they're going to be looking at at that uh in some other school funding issues um do you feel like the climate is right the people are ready you know they've always said the old saying you know when the uh when the uh student is ready the teacher will appear is the teacher kind of appearing to everyone right now do you feel like there's a movement in the in the direction of, of some fundamental change to close that learning gap and to teach our, our kids some new skills
1: that's a complex question <laughs> <that will laughs> require a little bit of a look at it but I'll sure, tell you yeah. I'll tell you one of the things uh, we have a petition and we know that petition is generating lots of support from a wi- wide variety of people but I'll give you one of example. My mm-hmm. the mayor in the community that I live in once, t- when I explained the bill to her, she said, "I'll support this. I'll testify at at the legislature in support of this because we need a different workforce ready to move into our business park, and we don't want to have ind- heavy industry. We want environmentally friendly industries moving into our business mm-hmm. park."
2: I, th- I think there are, there are two great issues now with mm-hmm. which we intersect. One is. Uh, Uh, issues of uh, students of color Mm -hmm. students of color often are under challenge just as all other students are Uh, they uh, they and their parents want them to be challenged and to come out having jobs that they can work in and have flexibility in the rest of their lives that means learning at a high level not at an average level another one is covid mm-hmm. a lot of our students in gifted education when they're taught creative and critical thinking skills are more enthused about school school not as bored they have more choices and they tend to work on projects independently much more than kids let's say in a covid era where they're looking for someone to tell what to do and then they may not be enthused about that thing
0: hmm. do you uh, you you mentioned uh the kind of the economics behind it we we, we need a we, we have a different world and we, we're going to need a, a different uh, workplace I, I really find it interesting that you know your mayor i but people see this yes. uh, yeah yeah it's it, very critical
1: yes it is absolutely necessary it's almost the way i look at it it's, it's our in our enlightened our collective enlightened self-interest to pass this legislation because it's going to impact all of us not mm-hmm. only the workforce but all of us and it, it, it'll impact tax revenue as well
2: mm-hmm. it, it grows the tax base because citizens uh learn how to do more things uh, and they stay in uh, school districts where they are enthused about the schools and raise their families there
0: mm-hmm. Boy, this is really an interesting topic and you guys are very fascinating as well I could sit here and talk to you for for another hour or so But unfortunately, we don't have that much time but I do want to ask you um, You know from the the general population for our listeners out there uh how do they support you and what can they do and is there is there something that you'd like to see from the uh, general public for people who uh, who do like what you're saying
1: well uh, one of the things we need to do is to conv- to help the the public convince the legislators to get on board mm-hmm. you know, we can convince them they can't find an argument against us but we need more voices to be active in their own advocacy it's it's in their, it's it's in their self-interest
2: mm-hmm. contact your legislator your your state senator your state representative because they are the people that are voting on it tell your school systems to your superintendents and your school boards that you want more creative and critical thinking for your kids and perhaps a little less memorization
0: mm-hmm. all right is there anything any other aspect uh that you would like to cover while we have you on we have another minute or so well uh
1: we we have a website mm-hmm InnovateInstructionIgniteLearning.com and all of the evidence is presented there. We have a Twitter account where we're constantly updating that information which reflects what's on the website and we have the petition. All of those things are are accessible and if people send us an email, uh, we'll respond to them uh, as quickly and as uh, more completely as possible.
2: And if you want us to help you organize at the local level, we're available for organizing as well teachers, students, parents
0: all right well gentlemen we want to thank you so much for uh coming in today i know it was a a challenging road to get here we appreciate that and and larry fowler here locally as well i tried to contact with him we had so many moving parts here all at the same time that i wasn't able to contact with larry but i want to thank him very much uh for his help uh on the uh, local scene here and for uh kind of turning us on to this whole uh this whole uh, subject so we wish you the best of luck and thank you so much for coming in
2: thank you very much Mm -hmm. thank you very much
0: all right that is, uh, once again, Bill Kilty and also uh, Terry uh, Friedrichs. Uh, and once again, you will have the information on, the, on our website with this post on how you can uh, uh, find out more information on it. National Security This Week with John Olson. That's coming up next here on The One. Dutch Boy's new Platinum Plus paint with Stain Shield technology has the performance you expect from a luxury paint at a price you didn't. Platinum Plus is up to 50% more washable and stain resistant than a leading premium paint in satin sheen. Superiority ranges from 24 to 50% depending on sheen selected. Platinum Plus keeps your walls looking new longer. Menards and Dutch Boy paint have you covered. Go ahead, live your life.
2: Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Savings are mail and rebate. See store for details. I want to tell you about the different kind of banking relationship you'll get at Franz and Bank and Trust. Hey, Chad Greenway here, and Franz and Bankers take the time to learn about your financial goals so they can deliver customized solutions. It's called advisory banking, and it's designed to help you every step of the way along your path to financial success. In Dundas, Northfield, contact Jan Stanton, Franz and Bank and Trust. Real people. Real Results NMLS number 769611 Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender
0: Enjoy weekends with Wendy Saturday and Sunday mornings here on the 1 the Craig Keller Insurance Agency in Nurstrand salutes the area farmers during National Ag Week. Craig knows how important the farmer is to our area. Your hard work raising the crops we need to feed our families is appreciated. For all your insurance needs, farm, home, auto, and commercial, contact the Craig Keller Insurance Agency in Nurstrand. No matter what your needs, Craig would be happy to give you an estimate. If you're speeding, you'll pay a price, maybe the ultimate price. Speed kills. Please, slow down. Extra enforcement now on Minnesota roads. A message from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety.
2: Hey, look how cheap this one is. That's a counterfeit. So what? So what? Your skin lotion could have something scary in it, like antifreeze or
0: other poisons. Protect yourself. Visit ncpc.org goforreal. Brought to you by NCPC and the USPTO.
1: The Quarterback Club in Northfield is top-notch for good food served fast. The Quarterback Club always has daily specials that can't be beat. Today, Wednesday, you can choose from one of three.